In Perikiavis, we learn that anyone who quotes an idea in the name of its originator brings redemption to the world. But what is the relationship between citation and salvation? Welcome to the Transformative Daft. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 43 of Kasubis, and we learn that our oral tradition demands accuracy to ensure its veracity. When we quote something from a valid Torah teacher who undoubtedly received from his teacher all the way back to Moshe at Sinai, we bring Torah down to earth and hasten the redemption. Today's Transformative Daft message is generously dedicated by Nick and Renee Sonnenfeld in memory of his beloved mother, whose yard we recently commemorated. We wish you much strength and long life. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. Esther has just become queen of the Persian Empire. Haman is about to be appointed prime minister of the kingdom. And then Megillah digresses and tells us a brief story that will not become irrelevant until the 11th hour when all hope will seem to have evaporated from the Jewish people. At that time, when Mordechai was sitting at the palace gate, Big Tun and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who guarded the threshold, became angry and plotted to do away with the king. Mordechai learned of it and told Queen Esther and Esther reported it to the king in Mordechai's name. But this story is not only important as a prelude to the salvation of the Jews, the way the incident was conveyed also speaks volumes. Learning Torah is greater than the priesthood and royalty, declares Pirkei Avot, for royalty is acquired by 30 stages and the priesthood by 24, but Torah is acquired via 48 qualities. One who cites something in the name of he who said it, for you have learned anyone who cites something in the name of he who said it brings redemption to the world, as it is said, and Esther told the king in Mordechai's name. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rav Zera quoted Rav Masna quoting Rav, and some say Rabbi Zera quoted Rav Masna quoting Rav. If a man died and the daughter is sustained by the brothers, her wages nonetheless belong to her. Says Rashi, Rabbi Zera and Rav Zera are actually the same person. Just in Babylonia, prior to his departure to the land of Israel to appear before Rabbi Yochanan, and there is no smicha ordination in Babylonia, they called him Rav Zera. Regarding this teaching, some maintain that he said it before they ordained him, and others maintain that he said it after they ordained him. Let's analyze the Gemara. It seems a little unusual that the Gemara should spend a couple of extra lines with variant opinions as to whether it was Rav Zera or Rabbi Zera, particularly if it's the same person. What difference does it make exactly who said it? According to Eliba de Hilchasad, the fact that the Gemara goes to such lengths to ensure that we know exactly who taught this law or according to Rashi, when and where he taught it, is an important lesson about citing a source correctly. Long before the civilized world understood the importance of academic integrity and the problem of plagiarism, our sages made a point of being extremely precise in quoting their sources accurately. The tradition is anchored in the story of Mordechai and Esther and goes so far as to suggest that her simple mention of Mordechai's role in the conviction of these two would-be assassins was the key factor that led ultimately to the redemption. Our sages sum up the event, citation leads to redemption. That declaration undoubtedly flows from the Megillah story, but what does it mean more broadly? What's the relationship between proper citation and redemption? The key to understanding the association lies in the way our Masara, the process of Torah transmission, works. The system consists of two parts, the written law and the oral law. The written law, the Tanakh, is clear and requires no special safeguards. 
But given its verbal nature, the Torah Shabbal Peh, the oral law, must be highly guarded against falsification and deviation. Thus, it is paramount that we know the source and are able to verify the reliability of any teaching. Quoting a teaching in the name of the one who said it is absolutely essential for the protection of the integrity of our Masara. I cringe when I hear someone give a speech and throw out a line like many psychologists say, or according to philosophy, which psychologists? Which philosophy? If that's a concern regarding worldly wisdom, then it is most certainly an issue when people bandy Torah ideas about without stating their sources. When we declare that the rabbis say, we need to be clear as to which rabbis we're talking about and when and where they said it. We have a responsibility to protect the integrity of the Torah. If, God forbid, the Messiah is corrupted, what happens is we drift away from our purpose and mission on earth. But when we're careful about our quotes, we become faithful conveyors of the Messiah, thereby fulfilling our mission on earth and proceeding one step closer to redemption. Just look at how careful Ravina and Ravashi, the compilers of the Gemara, were when they were citing Rabbi Zera. You can picture them poring over manuscripts to ascertain whether he taught the law before or after receiving smicha. Was it in Babylonia or was it in Israel? All these details are vital if we want to ensure the accuracy of the Messiah. It's one thing to tell over a parashavar and not recall who you heard it from. It's quite another to tell people that you once heard that the halach is a certain way, but can't remember the author of that particular heter, that leniency. May you forever cite your sources and bring us all one step closer to the goal of the redemption, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.